0: Hello everybody and welcome back to the 574 Sports Report. I'm your host Drew Clawider and today we will talk about the NIC North South Week 1 recap. The NIC North South or as I've been calling it the smaller school division consists of Bremen, Jimtown, Glen, South Bend Clay, South Bend Riley and South Bend Washington. Now I know this is supposed to come out on Tuesday, I've been having some issues with my throat, unable to really talk, luckily feeling much better today and I'm able to record both this podcast and the NIC East West Big School preview, review, sorry. So right now we're on the North-South, looking at it, uh, they went 2-4 and this week. Freeman lost to LaVille, 42-0. Jimtown lost to Northwood, 31-7. Glenn beat Boone Grove, 28-14. South Bend Clay lost to Osceola Grace, 54-6. South Bend Riley beat Gary West, 18-14. And then South Bend Washington lost to Hammond Central, 30-6. So we will take a look at the stats. First, we will look at the Bremen Lions' 42 nothing loss to LaVille. As I said in the Bremen preview, uh, they did lose a couple people. They had uh, their running back coming back. It was really a question of their offensive line. And I knew this was going to be a, a big game for them. So it will be interesting to see exactly uh, what happened to them. In this uh, football game that um, I believe it was, if I remember correctly, it was 35-0 at halftime. No, excuse me, it was 42 nothing at halftime. So we'll look, 21 points for LaVille in the first and second quarters to make it 42-0. Nothing else was scored. Looking at the box score stats... Bremen had 45 plays to LaVille's 39. LaVille had 12 first downs to Bremen's 8. LaVille had two penalties for 20 yards. Bremen had five penalties for 33 yards. We'll look at the game stats here from Bremen since uh, this is going to be the Bremen side of the game review. Silas Ladig, a sophomore, went 9 of 17 for 71 yards. A 53% completion rating. No touchdowns, but three interceptions. Uh, A lot of carries overall, but the big bell cow was Lance Moser Jr., the uh, person I talked about coming back. 15 carries for 55 yards, so LaVille did a really good job keeping him bottled up. After that, you have Carson Anderson with three carries, 14 yards. Um. then a couple people with two carries, one carry. In total, Bremen had 27 carries for 81 yards, averaged three yards per carry. Receiving-wise, you have Tyrus Graverson, five receptions, 35 yards. Lance Moser had two receptions for 23 yards, and then Angel Estrada had two receptions for 13 yards. Looking at all-purpose yards, Bremen had 152 total yards, 71 r- r- passing, excuse me, 81 rushing, so really tough day on the offensive side for Bremen. Looking at the defensive side, Bremen had two tackles for a loss, one sack. They were able to have three pass deflections, um, no punts. No points, no PATs or anything like that. So, really rough game for LaVille, uh, or excuse me, really great game for LaVille, really rough game for Bremen um, to start the season, losing to LaVille 42 to nothing. Coming up on this Friday, Bremen will host South Bend, Washington. So, a battle of 0-1 teams, a battle of teams in the NIC North-South Division. Next we will take a look at Jimtown's 31 to 7 loss to Northwood. I've already done the Northwood preview. So if you do want to, that is in the NLC uh, preview for the uh, or NLC review, I guess for Northwood. So this is going to be from the Jimtown perspective, starting out with the box score. Northwood scored 14 points to Jimtown's 7 in the first quarter. They added a field goal in the second quarter for Northwood to make it 17-7 at halftime. A big 14-point third quarter made it 31-7, and then no points scored in the fourth quarter. Game summary, Northwood had 18 first downs to Jimtown's 11. Jimtown had 46 Rushing attempts for 181 yards. They had 13 passing yards, so not a whole lot through the air. Went 4 of 9 through the air, 2 interceptions. Um, they had 5 penalties for 51 yards compared to 5 penalties for 6, 7 yards to Northwood. They were 5 of 16 on 3rd down, 1 of 6 on 4th down. No sacks. They held the ball for 28 minutes. So looking at some rushing leaders for Jimtown. Sam Garner had 11 rushes for 89 yards and the lone touchdown. Following that is Connor Watts, 10 rushes for 42 yards. Bishop Williams, the quarterback, had 16 rushes for 22 yards. And then you have a couple rushers that had two attempts. Bishop Williams was 4 of 9 for 13 yards, 2 interceptions. Tyrese Williams had 2 receptions for 8 yards. Caden Rogers had 2 receptions for 5. Braden Fox made his 1 PAT. Looking at the defensive side, no sacks. No interceptions. I don't know how many tackles for loss. So that is your stats for Jimtown. Coming up next for Jimtown, they do host uh, Concord for Week 2, so that will be a big bounce-back game for Jimtown if they are able to uh, get that victory there. Uh, Concord also coming off a tough loss, did the NLC preview um, for Concord. They lost 33 nothing in to Elkhart, so both these teams, just like Bremen and Washington, will be looking for their first win of the season. Next up, we will talk about Glenn's 28-14 win over Boone Grove. So for Glenn, they had 256 total yards on offense compared to Boone Grove's 228. 143 passing yards for Glenn on three of five attempts. So really big passing, really big completions for Glenn. They had two passing touchdowns. They had 113 rushing yards on 40 attempts, averaged 2.83 yards per attempt. One rushing touchdown. They were they have three third-down conversions. They were three of nine. One of three on fourth-down conversions. 11 first downs to Boone Grove's 13. They had one turnover. They caused Boone Grove to have seven turnovers and one sack. So defensively, Glenn was able to get the job done. Looking at the Glenn stats, Johnson was 3 of 5 for 143 yards, a long of 76 for two touchdowns. So 60% completion rating. Looking at rushing-wise, we had Cole Belt, 11 carries for 25 yards, 2.27 yards per carry. You had Larkin with 10 carries for 43 yards, the lone rushing touchdown. You had Van Huss, 10 carries, 11 yards, and then just like everyone else, kids with 2 carries, kids with 3 carries receiving stats. You have three receivers each with one catch. Miller had a 76-yard touchdown reception. Cobelt had a 43-yard reception, and then Taylor had a 40 or excuse me, a 24-yard touchdown reception. Looking at the defensive stats, one sack, one tackle for loss, four interceptions. Larkin had two of them. Then you had three forced fumbles. Three fumble recoveries, obviously. Um, Kicking stats. Two of three extra points were made. Um, That looks just about it for the stats. So, for John Glenn, coming off a big victory over... Boone Grove, they will be at South Bend Riley, the NIC North South game. Both teams are one and and that will be our South Bend Game of the Week, where I will be covering it along with John Overmeyer and Pat King. So we have that to look forward to this week. I'm expecting a good game between Glenn and Riley. It was a good game last year I believe if I remember correctly. Up next we will take a look at South Bend Clay's loss to Osceola Grace 56 to 4. Now I don't have the full stat preview for South Bend Clay I just have um, I I guess we'll call it the key highlights for uh, Clay so their quarterback, Liam Wolf, had 101 passing yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. Marcus Rankin had 10 carries for 67 yards, and then he also had three catches for 85 yards and one touchdown, so he was their big playmaker. Diamond Curry had four tackles, three assists, two tackles for loss, and Mike Huffman had four tackles, two assists, and two tackles for loss as well unfortunately don't have a whole lot of uh stats that's all i have for clay um just unable to re- find any stats from clay, uh Osceola grays can't find the box score anywhere so that that does it for the south bend clay um stat wise for south bend clay coming off a big loss to OCL Grace, the 54-6 game. They will look to bounce back against um, Twin Lakes at Twin Lakes. So they are on the road there. Twin Lakes is coming off a loss as well. So both teams will be looking for their first victory. Up next we will talk about the 18-14 win for South Bend Riley over Gary West. So, looking at the box score, Riley scored 12 in the first quarter, 6 in the second quarter, and then Gary West scored 3rd in the 4th quarter, or 3rd quarter, excuse me, no one scored in the 4th. Looking at the box score stats, Riley had 57 plays to Gary West, 41. 13 first downs for Riley to Gary West, 7. Riley had 8 penalties for 77 yards, where Gary West had 4 penalties for 20 yards. Looking at the stats now, Austin White went 16 of 30 for 217 yards, 53% completion rate, 3 touchdowns, 1 interception. Austin Wright was also the leading rusher, 7 carries for 10 yards. You had Bernard Jordan, had four carries for 13 yards. Then two players with one carry. A total of 13 carries for 24 yards. 1.8 average for Riley, so not a lot of rushing yards. Receiving, you had four players. Shamar Jackson, five receptions for 44 yards. Stasio Williams, four receptions for 39 yards and a touchdown. Big receiver Caleb Francis, 5 receptions, 111 yards and 1 touchdown and then you have Bryson Avelia 2 receptions for 23 yards and a touchdown looking at all purpose yards, 217 passing, 24 rushing 241 overall defensively they had 5 tackles for a loss Uh, don't have any sacks or anything listed in there they had two fumble recoveries and that will do it for stats for South Bend Riley are you covered that they do have Glenn at home next and that will be our South Bend game of the week and then finally for the NIC North South game we will or North South finally for the NIC North South we will take a look at South Bend Washington's 30 to 6 loss to Hammond Central. Now for Washington, this was our game of the week, so I do have the scoring drives. So with three twelve left in the second, Hammond Central had a 9-yard touchdown run to make it 7-0. As time expired, Hammond Central had a 28-yard field goal to make it 10-0. Nine eleven left in the third quarter, Hammond Central with a 5-yard touchdown run to make it 17-0. 218 left in the third Hammond Central one-yard touchdown run to make it 24-0. 119 left in the third, Hammond Central, 32-yard touchdown pass. Two-point conversion was no good to make it 30-6- nothing. And then 1031 in the fourth. Washington had a 23-yard touchdown pass. Two-point conversion was no good to make it 30-6. So big third quarter for Hammond. And really what happened was they stopped Washington on the first drive. Washington punted, Hammond scored, Washington fumbled, Hammond got the ball back and scored. Washington fumbled again, Hammond got the ball back and scored. So a big third quarter. Ten nothing at half all of a sudden it's thirty nothing before the third quarter is over. So we'll look at some team stats here first. So for Washington, they had 42 passing yards, 85 rushing yards on 40 carries for a 4.63 average for 227 total yards, averaged about 5 yards per play, 5 of 10 on 3rd down, 0 of 2 on 4th down. They had 4 penalties for 28 yards, 11 first downs, 4 turnovers, 2 in the first half, 2 in the second half. We'll look at the player stats. DeVries was one of two passing. Dockery was two of three passing. Russian rise. Um Patton was the m- big ball carrier for um Washington. DeVries also was a big ball carrier there for Washington as well. Um Just not a lot of stats. It was a very defensive game in the first half before uh, Hammond Central was really able to bust it open big in the third quarter, kind of like we talked about already. So Fort Washington looking to bounce back. They will travel to Bremen, as I talked about already. Both teams looking for their first win. So that will be another interesting game for the North-South NIC division. That will do it for the NIC North-South Preview. I really appreciate everyone for listening. Sorry this took a little longer to come out. Hopefully I'm fine for the rest of the way, and next week we'll get back on schedule. Um, I really appreciate everyone for supporting, listening. Please like, share, subscribe, leave a five-star review, and uh, just... Really excited for football season to be back. I hope everyone has a great day. God bless. I'll catch you all on the next report.